Hi, everyone. Welcome to the MRP Tech Podcast. This is episode 198. My name is Matt, and this is the podcast discussing everyday tech for everyday people. It's been about a month since I recorded last, and a lot has happened. I have been extremely busy with the uh, contest that I've been involved with for the last month. Go back and listen to the last episode. A project I'm working on is up for three international awards, and uh, we got a few more weeks left of voting. And if you want to help us out, go to mrptechreviews.com, and you'll see the post about the contest. There's three links, and you can vote for uh, the Historic Bridges of Keysville uh, to help me out if you would like to. Go back and listen to episode 197 to uh, hear a little bit about that. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time today on that couple of product reviews today. Um, just recently, you know, you've been hearing me uh, complain over the last few months about um, some back issues that I've been having. And just recently, I, I wanted to share this with you all. Um, just recently, I, I purchased this, this back brace that's pretty serious. It's called the Hyper Ice Venom. And Hyper Ice Venom is not a typical back brace that is, is something that supports your back, um, but it is a uh, all-in-one like heating pad and massager in one. And um, just recently picked it up this week. My back was in awful shape on, on Tuesday and um, just happened to be at physical therapy same day and I actually ordered it. It came in the next day. I ordered it from Best Buy and uh, you can get it a few other places. I believe Target has it and um, various other places online. But basically, um, this is uh, something new to me because I've never actually, I mean, I've used heating pads before, um, but, but in this case, uh, it's, it's sort of, it's got a battery built in and uh, it's got a little LCD display that's on the front of the heating pad. And you can set three different uh, timers, uh, excuse me, three different settings as far as the uh, amount of heat that you want. Uh, one, two, and three basically are the options. And um, boy, it it, uh, it pumps out some heat for something that is, is battery operated. And um, charge time is about, I would say, three to four hours at, at the most. And um, it, it will last a good one to two hours worth of use, which technically you're only supposed to use it for about 15 minutes at a time. But it, it has some functions that are very unique for some people that have uh, back issues. Um, the the massage features on the back, actually, there's there's four spots in the back set up in a square. And you can set up for continuous where all four are um, pulsating at once. You can set up uh, sort of a wave and a pulse function. And um, it has a timer where if you happen to fall asleep as you're wearing this, it's going to shut off after about 20 minutes. But you can reset it and keep the timer going if you'd like. You can have the massage function on with the heat or without the heat, which is really nice. And I tell you, in just literally less than two days, I've seen an improvement on um, some of the pain that I was having. So I'm cautiously optimistic about that. So this is called the Hyper Ice Venom. Um, it's a back brace. Now they make several other models. One is for shoulders uh, and one is for knees. And um, you can also use it on like your quad too as well, the knee version. Um, and um, 
I was told recently that um, the NFL uses these and um, they've even figured out a way to sort of set it up on your hip too. So if you're having some issues with knees or shoulders or backs, um, check this out. It might help. Uh, and of course, you know, you always want to check with your doctor to make sure it's it's uh, something that'll work for you. But this was something that was recommended to me. I actually got to try it out as a physical therapy office and um I was rather impressed. So uh, if you have some issues with, with back pain or shoulder pain, you might want to take a look at uh, the Hyperice products because they're, they're um, I'm, I'm pretty impressed with, with just a couple of days use. I'm hoping after a, a long period of time that this will kind of um, help get things back in, in order for me. And, uh, cautiously optimistic about it. Okay, so I have a little story I want to share today. And um, basically it started recently with my local amateur radio club and basically we have been interested in setting up something uh some digital radio features called d-star in our area and um, one of the local hams in our area had some property and we set up a tower with uh with d-star functionality and set up the the frequency uh for local use and a lot of other hams in the area have radios that were were D-Star uh, capable, and I did not. And um, one of the things that I was looking at was um, I, I decided I was going to try to help the local club because we were looking for a higher tower. And um, there happened to be a cell tower nearby where I lived, and, and we went and took a look at that. And um, basically, as, as time went on... Um, I got more and more interested in D-Star. And D-Star is a um, digital radio service that's usually um, just ICOM radios that that will um, be D-Star capable. There may be a few others out there that, that are capable, um, but it's, it's ICOM specific, um, like proprietary uh, digital radio service. And um, so, and I may not be, and I may not have spoken that exactly right, but um, I'm, I'm sort of simplifying things here. Um, and and uh, basically, around the same time, uh, one of my radios uh, that I had just purchased last year uh, sort of died out on me, and I had to send it back into uh, Yezu for a warranty repair. And um, so I was sort of left without a radio, and I was starting to look around at, at, and learn a little bit about D-Star. And just because we're we're being active locally and uh, d-star is worldwide it's great for emergency services great for the hobby it's all sorts of um, really great features about it um, and and what i started to do is what what radio could i possibly buy uh, that had d-star capability so um i started looking around and i i really like to um, go hiking a lot so a lot of times i like to be portable and mobile, um, you know, with my radios, I like to move around and I don't really have a, a station set up that, that is, um, in one location. So usually handheld radios are, are my go-to. So I started realizing, uh, there is ICOM radio, ICOM ID 51, uh, that's out, that's been out for a while, but there is, I, I learned that the ID 52A, uh, excuse me, ID 52 is, um, was on the uh was about ready to be released let's say id52a um 
And basically, I learned that everybody, this is about six months ago, everybody reserved these radios and have been waiting for about six months for them to come in. And all the websites uh, that sell these radios were out of stock. And um, some of them said December 21 that they would be in stock. And some of them started changing to like March 2022. So basically, I... Um, wasn't really ready to buy one, but I was sort of interested in, in learning more about them. And I started seeing uh, posts online um, from like Ham Radio Outlet and other places that um, these reserved radios were um, now arriving. You know, we just like anything else, there's been delays, delays with deliveries and shipments. And they started arriving and they started fulfilling their orders. Now, I figured that... Um, you know, I, a lot of people had reserved these. And so I went on the website and I figured I would reserve one for the next batch, which would probably take a couple of months to come in. And so I ordered one on Christmas Eve and the following Wednesday, uh, my radio came in. Uh, it was a little sooner than I expected, but um, it was a, a late Christmas present, I guess, for myself. Now, so I purchased the ID52A, which is a beautiful uh, handheld radio. It's got a color display. It's a larger radio than the its predecessor. Um, and it's, it's ICOM basically says it's much more than just a replacement. Um, it's an industry first. It's got a full color waterfall display. And um, you can actually send photos over the D-Star network. And um, it also has, it's a dual band radio. So, so you can have two frequencies up. And not only is it dual band, but you can use dual D-Star on both bands of the of the radio. Um, it's super easy to access local repeaters. If you've programmed a repeater list um, using the RT software, uh, you can you can get a list of all the repeaters and very, very easy access to, to all those repeaters. Also, it's got a built-in GPS uh, information and um, a few other really neat features that I want to talk about in, in just a little bit. So um, one of the things that I wanted to do was um, sort of link this with uh, some apps that are available. And there is an app for Android that is called... Um, RSMS1A put out by ICOM, RSMS1A. And for iOS, it's RSMS1I. Now, this is an app that will uh, increase the functionality of your radio and allow you to um, send messages and pictures from your iPhone or Android device to your radio and back out uh, over the air. And um, you can access all the settings on your radio from your tablet via Bluetooth or via YouTube, uh, USB connection. And um, as far as a repeater list and everything like that, too, you're going to have, have those on your Android app. Now, the Android app connected very, very easily. Um, and basically, you, you um, set the uh, radio to pair with with your device and um, you'll open the app and then you can connect to the radio from there. On the iOS app, I had trouble. I, you know, I, I sort of paired it in the settings and it would fail as I tried to pair the um, Bluetooth to the iOS uh, Bluetooth settings. Um, so I, for, I tapped on forget this device and I opened the um, the app and connected 
that way and the app connected just fine. So it's a little little tricky when you're um, connecting this to an iOS device, but mm-hmm. it is something that is possible. And um, I haven't experimented too much with the apps themselves, but um, it looks like you can also send text messages through um, through the through the app and uh, transmit it out of your radio uh, as you would uh, if you were on your radio, uh, which is uh, pretty cool. Uh, it's a feature I haven't tried yet, but I'm definitely interested in learning more about it. Now, um, one of the cool features about this was, as I mentioned, it was a D-Star radio. And um, I was able to take this radio out for a hike uh, about 20 miles from uh, the repeater. And um, up high on, on a mountain, I was able to connect to the repeater and um, had a very strong signal, um, basically a 0.01% packet loss uh, bitrate error. And that's, that's extremely low um, error rate. So even from that distance, I had about a 19-inch antenna. Um, the antenna I was using was a Diamond SRH77CA antenna, 19-inch antenna. Uh, this radio puts out 5 watts at high power, um, at um, and, and it goes down from there. It's a um, wideband receiver. You can uh, listen to VHF, UHF, and even uh, FM broadcasts as well. Um, there's a 1,000 memory channels in it. It has built-in Bluetooth. It is, has a IPXX IPX7 waterproof rating, built-in GPS, color display, um, and and it's really high quality build. It does have a micro SD card slot. Um, one of the cool things about this radio is um, it does have a USB connection, so you can actually charge it um, by plugging it into a computer, which we're going to talk about in just a minute. Um, which other radios that have USB connection um, they don't charge over USB. So this is a kind of a unique feature for this radio. As far as I know, uh, I could be wrong on that. The, uh, the other cool thing about this radio is very easy to program. Um, some handheld digital radios uh, are very difficult to navigate through the menu system. Um, even though this isn't a touchscreen display like my Yezu radio, um, the settings are very easy to navigate uh, through. And it's, it's pretty common sense once you kind of understand how the radio is set up. And that combined with the uh, CS52 software or the RT systems software, you can uh, easily program your radio on a computer and um, program in all your repeaters much faster by using the software, uh, which, is, which is very easy to do. Um, also has, like, as I mentioned, an SD card. You can program your radio that way if you'd like to. It's all up to you. Um, so I mentioned testing the D-Star network. Um, the D-Star network has certain reflectors that you can connect to. It's similar to other digital radio um, uh, applications, except this, uh, the, you know, it's it's got some unique features. From what I understand, D-Star has the best audio uh, and most ease of use that of course is very subjective to um you know amateur radio operators everywhere it's it's really uh you know a matter of uh, preference that you know depending on what you like to use but d-star is very easy to program um basically one button for the most for the most part if you have a uh, repeater close by that has been registered with the the d-star network 
So I connected to several reflectors. Um, one was called 029 Charlie, which is a, um, a local uh, reflector. Um, 030 Charlie is a Georgia-based reflector that um, basically has a lot of people from all over the world connecting to it. And I, I was able to make some contacts from New York all the way out to Las Vegas and Utah, and everything seemed to be working uh, fairly well. Now, when I did that, I used some software that's called Doozy, and I'm going to put this link in the show notes for anybody who's interested. Uh, if you have an I, uh, excuse me, a D-Star radio, and you are not in range of a um, of a repeater, you can either set up a hotspot with a Raspberry Pi, or you can um, download some software on a Windows PC, plug in the USB. Uh, connected to the radio, to the computer, and using Doozy, you can actually, um, you set your radio in terminal mode. It's got a, it's, it's got a, a mode in the settings. You set it to terminal mode, and then you can use your uh, computer to connect to the D-Star network. Um, so you put in the reflector that you want to join in, um, you select the port on the radio, and um, key up the radio to, to kind of activate uh, D-Star, and it works pretty flawlessly, and so I was really impressed with how easy you could connect to um, the network with Doozy. Um, the one thing that I did not like is it you did um, it does only work on Windows 10, so I had a virtual machine set up. Uh, I don't have a Windows computer, but I did set up a virtual machine um, using VirtualBox, and um, I have Windows installed, and I have some other ham radio software installed on there too. Um, and basically, I just decided I was going to see if it would work uh, with all the problems with getting USB to work in VirtualBox. Uh, everything seemed to work uh, pretty easily. So, um, so I was thoroughly impressed. And and um, even though I was a little disappointed with my old radio that just suddenly died on me for no apparent reason, um, and not expecting this to come in for a couple of months, uh, I've really kind of enjoyed learning how to use this. Um, you can you can make contacts basically anywhere in the world without the need of a repeater or a hotspot, um, just using an internet connection, which is kind of cool because um, all you know somebody else in another spot of the world uh, could be connecting to a repeater that's connected to the internet. So um, you never know who you're going to be in touch with uh, as you're talking on, on, on this radio. Um, it not only does D-Star, but you can connect to other um, VHF, UHF radios as well, or excuse me, repeaters as well. Um, it's a whole lot of ham radio uh, terminologies there, but basically, um, it's great for uh, use for for my applications is, is hiking. Um, I've mentioned in the past something called APRS, um, you know, which which is a way to uh, basically ping your location in an emergency or if you're trying to meet up with someone, that type of thing. And you can also track your your progress um, using radio. Uh, so there's no need for internet or anything like that, as long as you can hit an APRS um, digipeter somewhere close by. Um, uh, D-Star works a little bit differently where instead of uh, beaconing a signal every so often, when you key up your radio to talk, it sends a beacon 
to um, the APRS uh, website and um, it will mark your location and how fast you're traveling, what direction you're traveling, that type of thing. And um, so it's a little bit different than APRS. It's called DPRS. And um, as far as hiking go- goes, I would actually prefer my other radio, uh, which is the Azu FT3D, which um, will constantly beacon out on an APRS frequency to, um, to the APRS website. DPRS works a little differently uh, because if it, if it's beaking reg, beaconing regularly, um, you're sort of jamming up traffic on the digital side of things, which you don't want to do. So that's why you key up the radio, and um, when whenever you you want to announce your location, you can turn GPS on, and then DPRS just beacons your your location whenever you push to talk basically um so there's it's 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 different from um the yezu radio that i have which is interesting with dprs uh, now that i'm interested now that i have dprs and and d star functionality i want to go back once i once the uh, yezu radio comes back from repair i would be really curious um about the uh, Yezu System Fusion, which is sort of Yezu's proprietary digital radio. I don't have any access to that locally, but uh, if I traveled an hour or two away, I would hit a, a Fusion repeater, and I would be uh, interested in in the ease, how easy it is to set up Fusion. I know it's a little bit more difficult, so uh, has me thinking about that as well. So I've had some things to play with here recently, and. Um, I'm approaching episode 200, and I'm gonna I'm gonna keep keep at it. Probably be a few more weeks before I can get it in on a, on another show here. Uh, things have been pretty busy, and um, I've recently been hired as an adjunct uh, instructor at a local college. Uh, I'm still keeping my full time job, so I'll be teaching one night a week, um, and also gearing up for uh, my band has been on a little bit of a hiatus for the last month or so, so we are gearing up for our return to some monthly performances a lot of good things happening and um you know it's uh it's been a crazy ride here for the last little bit and um i hope that you all are uh well i hope everyone had a great holiday season i hope everyone had a happy new year um things are good here and uh it's been really busy but but i want to get back to this show um, approaching two hep- 200 episodes is something that uh, I'm very proud of. I hope to have some guests on soon. Um, I have some issues with uh, with my webcam that my webcam isn't working currently at the moment. I got to figure that out um, or or switch it out for another webcam. Um, but things things have been pretty good. So um, that's gonna do it for this week. I thank you all for sticking with me, and I thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time.